into the contest. It's Thursday the 25th of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by Shane Lee. And Shane Lee, ladies and gentlemen, of course, multi-talented, former Australian cricketer, 45, one-day internationals, father of the year. You've been daddy daycare for a few days, mate. How are you coping? Well, apart from the fact that I took my son to school today, he had no tie, he forgot his tie and his lunchbox. Apart from that, mate, things are going swimmingly. What are they doing making them wear a tie at six years of age? That, that should be an inquiry. I know, mate, but uh, look, I'm doing my best, Tim. Lorraine's away for work, so I'm, uh, I'm trying to do everything podcasting through to fathering, mate. So <laughs> let's just say hopefully the podcasting is going better. They reckon three straight days of McDonald's is no harm. You just uh, can't go much further than that. <laughs> All right, huge show today. Usman Khawaja and Travis Head, not in the greatest form at the moment, so it's going to be interesting to see who they pick there. Troy Cooley doing some work with England, and Joey Leilua leaves the Tigers for the Featherston Rovers. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called main hair care. Oh, main hair care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main hair care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. So Shane, Usman Khawaja, Travis Head. Now at the start of the summer or the start of the cricket season, because we haven't really reached summer yet, have we properly? uh, They were in very good form, wobbled a bit the last few days. And I suppose that is almost to be expected with the, the sense of expectation as to getting selected. Yeah, well, these Shield games going on at the moment, mate. It's a bit of a sort of bat-off for um, for number five position, but uh, both... Co- what you call that again? Sorry? <laughs> bat-off. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. yeah, we're not talking about a producer mm. here, but um, no, it's... Oh, um, <laughs> no, but our Kawa- uh, Kawaja and Head both failed um, in their first innings in the Shield game, so we'll be watching mm. how they go in the second innings, but uh, the good news is, mate, that Labashane has scored his second hundred now for the season, so he's going to go into this Ashes series, our number three, uh, in really, really good form, which is great. I watched that movie the other day about the Australian cricket team and about what happened from South Africa into England and the way that Labuschagne. Remember, he he came on mm. as a uh, a concussion replacement for Steve Smith yep. because he wasn't in the team, was he at the Ashes? And then he got that fifty, and uh, it, it was only a few years ago. But what a refresher on on the quality that that guy is. Yeah, he is. He's got a lot of time. Um, he's very disciplined. He's obviously learnt a lot of Steve Smith, um, but mm. he's just just. The type of guy just loves batting. He's um, he thinks he dreams about batting. He every moment of his day is taken up with uh, scoring runs. So he's hungry. And the good news is, mate, he started the season slowly, but as I said, two hundreds in the last two Shield games. So really, really good form at the moment. Now the, this is a bit of a case of the enemy within. Troy Cooley, who you know well, of course, a, a long-term mm. bowling coach with Australia, he's gonna work with England again. He is, mate, and he was the uh, exponent, I suppose, the, or the man behind the two thousand five Ashes uh, victory for England over mm. there. Um, really taught their bowlers how to reverse swing the ball. Um, the, the English bowlers have, have really struggled in recent tours um, to Australia. They really struggled 
They use a Duke cricket ball in England. We use a kookaburra mm. out here. So he's going to be working with them closely to get them to reverse swing the ball out here and um, and try and get some movement early with the new ball. So, yeah, he's, he knows what he's doing, Troy. So it's a, it's a real big benefit to England. Just having a bit of a think to an earlier comment that you made, did you ever participate in a bat-off yourself? <laughs> not publicly. you were always not, first not, selected? Not publicly, then, Timmy, anyway. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Now, um, look, it was interesting to hear what Candace Warner had to say on the radio on the Tim Payne sexting scandal and it, it looked like she was supporting him more than anything. Yeah, I don't know why she's actually getting involved in this. It's a bit silly. Um, her husband's about to go into probably one of the most important series of his life and, you know, for once mm. there's not, there's, people aren't talking about David Warner, so they will be now. But, um, yeah, she's sort of saying Chris Stray has double standards and I can see what, what she's saying here is that, you know, if it was good enough um, when – now, four years ago, when he wasn't convicted of doing something wrong, it, it was sort of they let it go. But now he's captain, um, and he gets dropped. As, you know, it's double standard. So, but I just don't know why Candice Warner is getting involved. In it. It's a bit silly, particularly a sex scandal. Adam Zampa's teammate Sledge. Now, this is interesting. This dates back just a few weeks to the T20 World Cup, of course, where he was bowling beautifully and the hat-trick ball and Matthew Wade dropped it and Zampa basically said, that was my hat-trick ball. And he goes, oh, no, I tried to catch it. Anyway, this this thing's gone viral on social media. It's brilliant, mate. So Zampa has put up a pair of uh, weird-keeping gloves and, and said it was Matty Wade's weird-keeping gloves. Um, the, the pair that dropped his hat-trick ball, <laughs> he said they're brand new and unused. And someone want to pay ten thousand dollars for him, but uh, yeah, very very good sense of humour, um, Adam Zamper, and uh, it's good to see the boys are still taking the Mickey out of each other. Yeah, absolutely, and it's all a, all a bit of fun, isn't it? Now the tears yeah. flowed last night um, with the naming of uh, the first picks and and so on in in the AFL, and and it wasn't the actual the, the first pick that, that that got the emotion. It was the thirteenth when a, a young guy uh, got named for Essendon. Yeah, number 13 draft pick. His name was Ben Hobbs. Um, and, yeah, when he found out that he was going to the Essendon Football Club, he teared up. So a lovely moment. The number one draft pick was actually uh, went to North Melbourne. And as we know, North Melbourne struggled last season. They struggled for the last few years. Uh, his name is Jason Horn Francis. So he's the number one draft pick, and he goes off to North Melbourne. So, yeah, a really exciting time for these young footballers to be chosen. And, and they go from just schoolboy heroes to now to professional athletes. So this is when the work really starts. Now, Joey Leilua in the NRL, he obviously left the West Tigers in flames, blowing up at the coach and out the door he went. Now, you would wonder where he would go next. He hasn't really elevated himself too far. He's gone to the Featherstone Rovers in the second division in England. <laughs> He's going to freeze. The Featherstone Rovers, mate. Jeez, uh, things are looking up for him, aren't they? Well, I don't even know where that is, Timmy, to be honest, but uh, we know it's in the... You can imagine it's in the northern part of England. That's where it is. <laughs> You're going to need a few feathers around you up there because it's going to be bloody cold. Um, but, yeah, we all know he fell out with um, with the West Tigers and particularly the coach, uh, Michael Maguire, and was quite vocal about that, wasn't he? So um, he's now Ooh. left uh, you know, Australia playing um, you know, first-grade football here and now he's playing second division in the north of England. So... Um, well, mate, I wish you all the best. Yeah, it's going to be slightly different, I would suggest. Now, Paul <laughs> yeah. Gallen and Josh Alloyer, so much talk about this fight, and it looks like it's uh, cancelled because of COVID. Yeah, well, Josh has got uh, just tested positive to COVID, so the fight's over, um, which is a real shame. I think it would have been a good fight, this one. But, uh, yeah, once again, to me, we seem to talk about this a lot. Uh, COVID gets another victim, and it's just going to keep going and going and going. I'm pretty sure he's double vaccinated. Um, but still, you have to have, get tested to go into a fight. And, 
Yeah, it's got another victim here. Yeah, do you reckon you could fill in? We, we, look, we've long sort of talked about the sort of the vitriol from you towards Paul Gallen and, and the Battle of the Blues. <laughs> I reckon that could still happen. You know, you are doing your gym work. You, you mentioned the other day an hour full of squats. Yeah, I've actually got a bit of a tickle in my throat too, Timmy. <laughs> 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 Don't know if I can make that one, mate. Hang on, I've just got to get a test. <laughs> yep. um, what about this reality TV star? Look, they love it, don't they? Arabella Del Buso, like um, quite a striking young woman. Um, interesting, boxing? Yeah. Um, well, she's the former uh, partner of uh, the rugby league star Josh Reynolds, and uh, yeah, she's mm. taking on a runway model, um, Kate McLaren. So it'll be a um, it'll be a good visual anyway. This one, I don't, I don't know about the fighting, but uh, yeah, it just seems like a lot of lot of girls now, particularly going into this sport, and I find it really really hard to, as I said before, to watch girls hit each other. But um, yep, anyway, that's their choice, and uh, I wish them all the best. Taking on the catwalk model, I mean, uh, I the world the world is changing in front of our eyes. Look, we'll take a quick break because we've got plenty more to talk about, including Man United, Nick Kyrgios, and a big chat on Shane's war story today. He takes us back to the old days. Alrighty, let's talk a little bit of the world game and uh, Man United. We saw one manager walk out the door for nearly fourteen million. Uh, what's the Shane Lee update on what's happening at Man U? Well, Man United have um, engaged the services of Ernesto Valverde um, as the interim mm. role. Uh, he's, a, he's a former Barcelona boss, um, but Man U have really got their eyes set on the PSG coach uh, Mauricio uh, Pochettino. I think his name is and. Um, but they obviously trying to get the guy out of contract off PSG. Um, but at the moment, they've got the Spanish uh, Barcelona boss in charge, and they'll go from there. But uh, this is a massive position to fill. And, you know, you've seen if, you, if it do, they don't get it right straight away, um, they're quickly to change coaches as well. So it's a big move for whoever goes there. Oh, yeah. Well, passion's a word that's probably underplayed in this game. I mean, the mm. people that support teams like Man United and others in the Premier League, they live, they breathe, they eat it. So if someone's in a managerial role and the team's not going well, boy, oh, boy, they get yep. under some pressure very, very quickly. Now, talk about under pressure. What about Kyle Kuzma's outrageous fashion statement? This NBA player walking in, a Washington wizard he is, walking in uh, to the basketball with the most extraordinary pink jumper. Now, I was talking to my 21-year-old nephew. He said it's one of the funniest things he's ever seen. Now, he's a big NBA fan, and, he, and the sleeves were that long. He had to sort of pull them up and try and get through the door. It was it was quite outrageous. Mate, this is the worst and the biggest jumper I've ever seen. Like This guy is 208 centimetres tall. He has a wingspan of 214 centimetres, and this thing absolutely dwarfed him. He spent $1,659 on this oversized pink jumper, and some of the tweets going around, like from J.R. Smith, he just said, man, hell no. Hell no. What are you doing? What are you thinking? Uh, get online, have a look at this. It is the worst jumper I've ever seen, and he spent nearly two grand on it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's ordinary, isn't it? There's yeah. a, a lot of wool in there. A few sheep were shorn for that one. Now, look, I think I've found the secret to why my tennis career never took off. Um, oh, yes. I was, yeah, it, yeah, I was young and single when I, I last played tennis and whacked myself in the head with a Prince racket. But when I read this latest story from Nick Kyrgios, uh, it could have been the fact that, you know, I was a little frustrated and that's the reason why I, I couldn't get the ball over the net, Shane. 
Yep, he's saying that basically uh, he's blaming some of his form slumps in the past few years on um, mm. him, he said he was too toey. He, he was away from his girlfriend all the time and he said he was sexually frustrated. Um, so he was out there sort of ready to return serve quite horny. He was very horny, yeah. And that, yeah that's why he kept calling for new balls, I think. I, I don't know what was going on out there. But uh, there you go, Nick Kuros. He was sexually frustrated and um, maybe needs to take a little little uh, drinks break in between sets, you know, just go off, go off stage and catch up with his girlfriend and get back on there. And that might be the secret to his success. Mm, yeah, Warney never had a problem, did he, usually? <laughs> no, that's one thing Warney was never sexually frustrated, that's for sure. Yeah, he was always on his game. All right. <laughs> and that leads, that leads us to our little bit, of, that leads us to our little bit of nostalgia for today. And, um, you want to tell us about John Benno, of course, Richie Benno's brother, a first class cricketer himself and, and, and one of the selectors and a really decent guy, John Benno. Yeah, really really good bloke. It just got me thinking at the moment with the current Australian team and the selection discussions going around and who's going to be chosen. Um, we went to Western Australia. John Benno was our New South Wales uh, chairman of selectors and selector on mm. tour. Um, and it was at the time when we had a lot of Australian players, you know, the, the Wars, Bevan, Taylor, Slater, etc. Um, so whenever they were away, the New South Wales team was pretty much decimated by talent. So, And we were often losing, losing games. So um, there was a lot of talk within the group to say, you know, that, that guy shouldn't have been selected. He wasn't good enough. Why would they pick him? And John Benner said, look, I know there's a lot of talk going on. Why does everyone here write down their top 11 players? Um, write them down. Uh, we'll make it anonymous and you put them into a hat and we'll read them out. Anyway, so everyone put their, their best 11 in without the Australian players. And within 10 minutes, everyone starts fighting amongst the group. Saying, no, you're joking. You can't pick him. He's hopeless. He's not good enough. He's too old. And John Benno just said, not so fucking easy, is it, boys? <laughs> he got his point across. <laughs> he did. It was brilliant. New balls, please. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, thank you to our wonderful sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Your hair will never feel the same again. And a big thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then, guys. Take care.